0: The school is out, which means it's time for High Kids. The Circle of Life, the song from the Lion King. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids Show. This is High Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Ria Immerman and I am your host for today. And thank you for tuning into 101.9 High FM. I have a jam-packed show lined up for you today. I will be speaking to Matthew Connehan. He's the director of Duck for President, showing live at the National Children's Theatre. So listen, kids, don't go away. We have a very interesting show today. You're listening to Hi Kids on one hundred and one point nine Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman and I'm nine years old. Good afternoon, Matthew.
1: How are you, Rio?
0: I'm good and you? I'm
1: super thank you for asking and thank you for having me in studio with you.
0: Pleasure. Let's start with the question. What is the story of Duck for President about?
1: So, imagine five animals on a farmyard get together at the end of one day uh-huh. and they decide that they or not they don't not that they decide but they kind of have the question, who made Farmer Brown the person in charge? Why should he run the farm? Uh-huh. And it's these little animals that get together and this Duck Is like the, you know, you know, like we've when we've gone to school, there's always that cheeky like friend in the class who's always up to nonsense and all that stuff. Yeah. Ducks that guy and he's like, who put you in charge? Why can't we be in charge?
0: Oh, so he's the one who got the idea. So
1: he got the idea, and then all his friends kind of said, yes, yes, yes. Who made Farmer Brown the man to be in charge? And and he decided, okay, we're gonna go with this, and we're gonna hold an election, and we're gonna Uh see who gets voted in, duck or Farmer Brown. And essentially, duck gets voted in.
0: Oh my yes. god. <laughs> what
1: happens? So he gets voted into place and then he realizes that the farm well the job of the farm is actually quite intense and the farmer is responsible for a whole lot of stuff on the farm, a whole lot of chores and he thought he'd be able to get to pe- put his feet up on the table and drink <laughs> coffee and enjoy life <laughs> and he, he can't. He's, yeah. He he realizes he's got he's got to make this farm work. And he's like,
0: I've decided not to do this anymore. I'm handing it back to you.
1: Exactly. So, But no, he takes it a step further. He says, you know what? If I can't be the farmer and do what I want to do, I'm going to become the governor.
0: Oh my gosh Exactly
1: right (laughs) So then they go through this whole election process And he realizes ah, I'm going to become the governor I'm going to become the main man And he gets voted into power Farmer Brown is left with the farm Yeah uh, You know And all the animals have left the farm To go with duck and become governor And run the state And he realizes Uh oh Like I've got to now I've got to do even more things It's not just now I
0: want
1: to run I want to run for So where where do you think he goes to from being governor?
0: Uh
1: Hey, Think about it It's in your question Who became the president in 1994 ran for
0: president
1: So he decides he's going to run for the president Really? Yeah And he gets voted in The public buy into it And they go Yeah we're going to make you the president
0: But why?
1: Because <laughs> they thought he was cool So but he's a duck Exactly he's a How duck How can he
0: even talk?
1: <laughs> well this is the world of theater that we live in Right? We were just listening to The Little Mermaid And there were yeah. I suppose sea creatures talking and singing Yeah
0: <laughs> Enough.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's duck for president in a nutshell
0: Why did you decide to direct this play?
1: So you know that we're holding elections this year, right? Yeah In May we've got our elections coming up, our general elections Where we're going to vote for our next president, our new ruling party And I thought it would be a great great production to, to put out there for our kids and for our, for our, for our audiences yeah. That kind of, you know, is in line with what's going on in our country so yeah. not only is it topical, it's entertaining. You know, people yeah, are loving it. Sounds it. Entertaining. It's great fun. You need to check it out. And um yeah, so we decided that this would be the perfect production for this year.
0: Do you have a favorite scene?
1: Sure. There are many scenes in this particular production that I'm a that I'm a fan of. Um but I, I would say one of them is where where um You know, Duck is being forced to, Duck is being forced to do television interviews.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So we kind of break away from the idea of being in the theater and all of a sudden we kind of transport it into a film studio. Yeah. And the lights drop and there's this harsh white light that comes up on Duck and everybody else is in blue kind of silhouette, imagine it. And he's now playing to cameras and he's talking to the American population about why they need to vote for him. But it just breaks away and it's just, you know, Duck is just, Duck, Duck loses his mind and he forgets what he needs to say and he just <laughs> starts rambling on about absolute nonsense. And it's just, it's a real fun scene for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a song about, does he sing a song in that scene or does it just ramble?
1: Uh, he's a rambler. He's a rambler in that yeah. scene. He's got, he's got his own song called Vote For Me and he basically tells people that he will, uh, he will give them pizza and he will give them anything that <laughs> they wish. For. I mean, can you imagine our president saying, vote for me because I'll give you pizza? Yeah.
0: You that vote? would be weird. It would be, because right? Because you can get pizza anyway. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a ramble of a scene. It's good fun. Um, it's
0: like, vote for me. Imagine if the whole song was just, vote for me. I'll give you pizza. And he walks off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> have you, have you ever been to a debate before? Or have I you? Do speak- public you do public and speaking and, and, debating. and debating, so yeah. you know the whole idea of building an argument. Yes. Okay. Does so he there's a debate. Yes. There's this one scene where he stands up against Chicken, and Chicken is pretending to be a, to be the president.
0: Oh, so and he's practicing.
1: He's practicing, right? Yeah. And Chicken says, "You should vote for me because of this, this, and the other things." You know, and she says, "I'll lower taxes and free education and 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 everything that would make a, a country excited," I suppose. Yeah.
0: And, well, what did he say?
1: And then he says, "Vote for me because I'm Duck." <laughs> And then there's the silence, and it's also it's a great it's a great scene. And she says, "Is that all?" And he comes back to the mic and he goes, "Thank you." <laughs> so it's a great, it's funny and it's amusing, and he doesn't take himself too seriously, which is He's why. Like, just goes, "Uh, oh, uh." Exactly. <laughs> you know, short of quacking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you think it's easier to direct or act?
1: Sure. I think they both, they're quite demanding and challenging in their own ways. Yeah. Um, I've been on stage, so I understand what it's like to be directed. Um, and being on, being on stage is quite, what, what is challenging about it is that I come with my own interpretation of something, right? Yeah. So imagine being given a scene and you know, you, you get the, you get those words in your hand and you kind of go, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then somebody else comes along and says to you, no, you're going to do it this way.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's
1: not fun. It's not fun, but it's, that therein lies the challenge, you know, because yeah. that's what a director's job is, you so know. You've
0: got, if you're an actor, you've got to be able to be anything.
1: Absolutely. And equally, you know, as the director, you've got to be aware that the the actor is also going to come with his or her own ideas.
0: Yeah. And the challenge. That's confusing.
1: The, yeah, the challenge is how do you take what you want and what the yeah. actor wants and find a way of putting them together. Yeah. You know? That's so it's challenging and it's exciting at the same time.
0: Yeah. Do you get nervous for your actors?
1: Yes. I get very nervous for them. Because I realize that when, when I'm, when I, when I'm sitting in the audience, right? Um, I can't. I'm not responsible for what no. they're gonna say. I've got to trust that they that they are going to hold onto the it's direction. Con-
0: it's like a trust fool, You got to trust somebody's gonna catch you, otherwise you're gonna fall.
1: Right. And if they decide to step away and you just hit the ground, you hit the ground. Right. Yeah. And the egg kind of feels like it's on your face. So it is. Mm-hmm. It's. It's. I think it's as nerve wracking. In fact, I feel like it's a little bit more nerve wracking than actually being on stage yourself. You know. Yeah. So yeah.
0: What inspired you to become a director?
1: I love making I love making stuff. I love being creative and getting crazy about, about ideas and looking at something. It's like, have you ever worked with pottery before, clay? Yes. And you look at that kind of piece of...
0: You're like, I want to turn this into something exactly. amazing, something mind-blowing.
1: E- exactly. Today
0: is going to be my masterpiece day.
1: There we go. And you kind of go, okay, I don't know if it's going to come out in the crazy way that I have in mind. But I'm gonna give it a bash.
0: Then it happens to me it doesn't come out in the crazy way. I think so. But then it comes out even better.
1: Hey. Sometimes
0: it comes out worse. I'm like, well it still has this or
1: Exactly. It
0: still it's, has this or it's it has this peculiar shape, but I like it. But
1: there's magic in it, right? Yeah, there's and still I, the magic. Absolutely, and I think that's that's what you gotta kind of hold on to is always that there's there's the magic, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: How long have you been a director?
1: So I have worked, um, I've worked with a lot of children across Johannesburg at different schools. And, um, I did some directing at schools for, for some time.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I'd say, so that, that has kind of been eight years worth of working with schools and stuff. And, um, this is my first year working as a professional director with people that are trained actors and trained singers and dancers. Yeah. So it's my first year. So, but I'm, and I'm loving it. I'm having the best time.
0: Did you have to study to be a director?
1: Some people might argue that you do. I'm going to say no. So I did study, but Uh I didn't study drama. I studied psychology, and I studied sociology. And psychology, as you know, is all about our minds and emotions and the way we think. Yes,
0: I have no idea what the next one was. I can't even pronounce it.
1: Say sociology.
0: Sociology. There we go. What does that mean? So
1: you've heard of um, a social group? Yes. Okay. Social means a group. So sociology speaks to the study of collective behaviours within a group, how people interact with each other, uh, and how we we've got our own set of behaviours in the studio. Yes. And if we go to another radio station, they're going to be in the, they're going to behave in a different way, right? Yeah. So that's sociology. Yeah. So I studied those two, um, which I think are powerful tools for understanding an actor, and for understanding characters. Because imagine Naria, you're gonna go off and you're gonna be—I don't know. What's your? Who's your favorite kind of character in a show? Uh,
0: I don't know. Do you have
1: a favorite cartoon character?
0: I don't really watch cartoons. (laughs) Okay,
1: but imagine, imagine putting putting Ariel on stage and Nala, and let's say you're gonna play both of them at some Mm -hmm. stage. Let just that go would with it. be
0: confusing, but
1: imagine that you're playing Ariel one year and you're playing Nala the next year,
0: yeah, that would be better.
1: We agree that they're two different characters, right, yeah, and they think differently and they behave yeah. differently, so uh, my studies have enabled me to kind of differentiate yeah between those kind of two characters, and that's how i so my training I think has helped becoming a director in that in that regard, yeah, yeah,
0: Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you?
1: yes. As an actor though, not as a director
0: as an actor i
1: one. I was in the pantomime yeah. years ago in um in Peter Pan, and it was at the stage where we needed to fly, and we had the people backstage, so we had one they what,
0: had to trust that was
1: there's you know, trust, trust is,
0: that was a real trust scene
1: yeah, and this guy so we had two people one one responsible for making me go up and down and the other for kind of moving mm-hmm. me around on stage mm-hmm. and they got their wires confused, which meant the guy that thought he was moving me up and down was now moving me sideways, <laughs> and the guy that move, was moving me sideways thought he was moving me up and down. So
0: actually it was going... <laughs>
1: and, and there were three of us, or there were four of us with Peter Pan that had so to it's fly. So
0: like a roller coaster.
1: We were bumping into each other, because we, we were in harnesses yeah. and out of control, off the floor, and we were bashing into the walls. So
0: you were just like a roller coaster everywhere, so basically... You were instead of instead of going round and round, you were going up and down. Totally. Instead of going up and down, da- instead of just going up, you were just in that one place the whole time. It was crazy. <laughs> like
1: Peter Peter Pan was bashing into walls. Wendy was flying into John, and Michael was flying <laughs> into the bed. It was ridiculous. It was quite funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, did you carry on with the show afterwards?
1: Well, we tried as best as we could to get through the scene. Um With lots of giggles and laughter, as you can imagine,
0: like hi, this is supposed to happen <laughs> don 't worry it's all supposed to happen,
1: <laughs> but literally literally, it was about a five minute scene of laughter sitting in front of like a thousand five hundred people who could clearly see that something <laughs> was wrong, but what do you do? you know they 're saying that the show must go on, right?
0: yeah, the so, sure. show yeah, it applies with everything totally. <laughs> If you could have tea with anyone, dead or alive, fictional or non-fictional, who would it be?
1: Sure. Um, dead or alive. That, you know, that's do, always got I know, everyone. right? Do you know Whoopi Goldberg? No. Whoopi Goldberg um, is this crazy, crazy African-American woman who was in a in a movie Sister Act once. Do you know Sister Act with the nuns by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She played the, she played the main woman there. I'd probably, I'd love to meet Whoopi Goldberg. I've always enjoyed her. I think she's hysterical and I just love her energy and her passion. Um, the other.
0: I like the name Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi
1: Goldberg. Yeah? Yeah. And how about, um, do you know Meryl Streep?
0: I've heard of.
1: You've heard of her, right?
0: Yeah, but I don't know exactly who she is.
1: Meryl Streep. I'm trying to think of something you might have recognized in, but Meryl Streep would be the other person that I would love to have a cup of tea with. Did you watch Mamma Mia when it was on at the cinema, at the at the movies?
0: I have not watched Mamma Mia, but I've watched lots of adverts, I've heard lots of songs, I've seen lots of songs yeah. but I have not watched the movie. So but I basically have because I've watched all the songs.
1: Yeah. So you've seen her. So she's in Mamma Mia, so you'll probably recognise her from that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Are there any directors you look up to?
1: So, um I've I've been influenced by the by the man who directed Jersey Boys. I have um,
0: no idea what
1: that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a musical that's, that was on Broadway for many years. It came here, it toured overseas. Um, and just the way that this man crafted the particular show, he was very detail-oriented and mm. very precise – so this is
0: supposed to happen, exactly this yes. No going off topic, this is supposed to happen
1: And kind of, you know, when you say this word You turn in that direction and you lift that hand And you move that box and it's it's that precise
0: Yeah, did that actually happen in the play?
1: Literally, literally That The, the, the way that they put the show together was incredibly, incredibly precise and accurate It was almost, imagine if maths became a show Not that I like maths, I'm terrible at it
0: I'm okay at it Are
1: you? I'm terrible. not
0: sure I'm the best at it, <laughs> but I'm okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I coped. Barely, but I coped. But uh, that, that, that for me, was this kind of production, and it really has it's kind like of... It's
0: like maths could turn into a show, which it can't, because yeah. it's not creative. Yeah. It's precise. This would what it be.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: Who were your role models growing
1: up? I've got many role models.
0: You don't have to mention them all.
1: Don't I? Okay, but the the ones-
0: When you were growing up.
1: When I was growing up. I'm still growing up, just by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, um, I know it sounds really cliche, and you might, you might understand this, because you've got an awesome one yourself, but it's my mom. Um, yeah.
0: A lot of people have said that.
1: Yeah, I just, I think, you know what, we don't celebrate our moms enough, and,
0: um- We celebrate Mother's Day. We
1: do, but I mean, I'm, it just, I mean, one day a year, come on. I kind of, you know, she's- On my,
0: ber- my birthday, I bring her, on her birthday, I bring her breakfast and bag and and also on Mother's Day, I also did that. Yeah?
1: Did she like it? Yes. Amazing, man.
0: I have pictures. Ah. Of her and my cat sitting on the bed.
1: Amazing. Amazing, amazing. But yeah, I'd say my mom, my mom has been incredibly influential in my life. She's a, you know, a single, single mom for a long time and just, um. Hard, hard mom in many respects, yeah. but, um, balanced and, and, and always would challenge what I had to, what I would. That's what
0: my mom does, especially if it's acting. because yeah. She knows how to challenge it. And she
1: pushes you, right? And yeah. I, I think it's when you're pushed that you kind of, you appreciate what you do that much more. Yes. So. Because you
0: drew ahead, drew everyone else and you're like, well, I'm just going to sit back and relax because I know this stuff.
1: And then, and then one other woman. Two women. Can you can how's this? Have you are you picking up a trend here? The people that I want to meet with as direct as 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 like um, influential people. Two strong women, and the other person that I would probably speak about was my high school drama teacher, who I only met when I was in grade ten. So I had moved schools, and I wanted to go. And the school that I moved to made us do eight subjects in grade ten, which was a lot. And um, yeah, I met Janet McLaren, and she's now Janet Bayless. And she welcomed me into my drama class um, because I couldn't cook in home ec. They wouldn't allow me to. And they said, she said, come and do drama. And she pushed me. So absolutely, Janet Bayless.
0: Okay, on that note, let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman and I'm your host for today. I have Matthew Carneyhan in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to three four five one nine or WhatsApp to zero six one eight nine five one zero one nine or call zero one zero one four zero three zero two zero. Now let's carry on with our questions. Do you have any
1: pets? I have two schnauzers, miniature schnauzers. Well, when I say I have them they're now with my mom but yeah. they I used to have them yeah, right usually. and that's Georgie and Chester and they are kind of related I suppose um and we have a kitty cat called Bijou Is what Bijou Bijou I think it's French for jewel Yeah hi oh. Yeah
0: does is do you know the cat's personality
1: She's uh, uh, you know what Bizu was quite stuck up. You know how cats kind of really rule the roost. Yeah, they're
0: very independent. Independent,
1: but she's kind of eased up now because Georgie and Chester came along and they're kind of like, love me, love me, love me, and attention. You know, on you know how dogs are. Yeah. And
0: and And Bizu's kind of stare up at you like, please give me the sausage. Exactly.
1: (laughs) And Bizu's kind of like, okay, I think she's she she's hooked onto the fact that they get a lot of attention, and now she's become this demanding kitty. So. Have you she she gets these treats called greenies? Yeah. And if we're in the kitchen, like she'll she'll hop on the on the one surface and she'll
0: be like, meow, and meow. She, she meow, doesn't meow, meow,
1: but she, she taps. So give me a greenie, give me a Exactly. give me a
0: greenie, give she, me a greenie. And
1: occasionally that little claw comes <laughs> out, you know?
0: And then eventually better give me a greenie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Those are my those are my pets at the moment.
0: See... So, so I was just going to say, uh, the difference between cats and dogs is dogs look up at you like I want the sausage. The cat will go, I'm going to come up with a cunning plan to steal your sausage. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does the director do with the play?
1: So the director needs this kind of, they need to look at the script and they need to be able to take something that is words on a piece of paper.
0: Into act
1: acting. Into action. And that then,
0: actually sounds hard. If you yeah, it. I mean, they
1: they need to they need to they need to walk into into a space and see the potential. So imagine imagine walking into a room that has absolutely no paint and yeah. you know has no tiles, no furniture, and you look at it and you kind of go, this is where it's going to go. I'm going to bring in this couch. I'm going to have that bed. this Yeah, linen. it's it's
0: like when you arrive in a new house and you're like, hmm, this house doesn't look good yet, but it will but look it good. Will. So you see, I'm going to put this here and that there.
1: Yeah. So I think a director is, is very similar to that. They look at a piece of paper filled with words and they, they look at the potential.
0: It's like an architect, yeah. if you think about it. They, they design, so the director designs the play. Yeah. And then the actors play it. Whereas an architect designs the building and the builders build it.
1: Correct. Beautiful. Yeah. It's exactly the same as that. So you know that you want a building that has to have 40 rooms. For argument's sake no, or 40 I floors so. i
0: don't think so <laughs> i don't 40 floors would be i don't i think that would reach very high
1: <laughs> but you get the point like somebody like will say this is what we need yeah. and then somebody's got to make it happen
0: six stories high that's there
1: we
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> is duck for president a play or a musical
1: it's very much a musical but it's a musical with a strong message so whilst it's Whilst it is fun and it breaks into ridiculous songs. Yeah, I'm duck. Yeah. I'm duck. Thank you. (laughs) I'm duck. Is
0: that all? Thank you.
1: (laughs) So whilst it whilst it is that it 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 is absolutely it's absolutely a musical. We have live instruments on this on this production, which is unusual for children's theatre. It's normally pre recorded. Yeah. And we got so we got a piano, we've got a ukulele, we've got a whole bunch of um kind of percussion instruments and the actors.
0: (laughs) exactly.
1: (laughs) The actors play it themselves, which is pretty awesome.
0: Do do they at some point go did shh
1: No. <laughs> oh,
0: that would be nice because I'm duck. Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Do you like working with children?
1: I love it. I love 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 it. The one thing that I, I think is amazing about working with kids is that they're so honest and they They don't mince their words as much as adults do. Adults have this tendency to sometimes just be polite and to smile and grin and bear it and put up with it. And kids will say, that sucked. That was terrible. (laughs) You don't know what you're doing. You know, so there's this honest, there's this honest nature. And I, I like that. It keeps me on my toes.
0: No, that's not right. I can't do it this way because that's not what I do.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's what
0: I do sometimes. Um.
1: <laughs> so what are you saying? Are you a director's worst nightmare then?
0: I think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what other plays have you directed?
1: Uh Little Shop of Horrors. Uh Greece. You know Greece.
0: What is Little Shop of Horrors?
1: It's this story about a little guy who's been adopted by a shop owner and he he's working in a in a florist, so a flower shop. They yeah. sell flowers, and um, there's this massive um, eclipse of the sun one day, and this little plant appears. But the the shop is the shop is on the brink of closing. They don't have supports. But in this in the in the windowsill, this little plant appears, mm-hmm. and it's a Venus flytrap. Well, oh. it looks like one. And I it,
0: like Venus flytrap. They're pretty
1: cool, except this one doesn't eat flies. What it likes it? blood. Ugh. Yeah. So it's this human flesh-eating plant. It sounds more scary and gory than it is, it really isn't. And basically the There's no
0: tomato sauce or cherry sauce involved in this, right? Well, there might
1: be for, you know, stage blood. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I've done that. Uh, grease, which you know, I'm sure. I know grease.
0: I just don't watch, I just don't watch it. Not eh? No, I think it's inappropriate.
1: Um, I have worked on Fame, I have worked on Footloose, um, Hairspray, you'll know.
0: Yeah, I know Hairspray.
1: Yeah, favourite character?
0: I haven't watched the movie, I've watched half of the movie.
1: And who who did you like in the half that you watched?
0: I don't know, (laughs) but I like the songs, I know that.
1: Do you have a favourite song?
0: I think, uh, You Can't Stop the Beat is my favourite. Agreed. If you were not a director, what would you be?
1: Um, Sure, if I wasn't a director, what would I be?
0: I told you my questions were hard.
1: I know, right? You're putting me on the spot, area Um, you know what? I I would probably opt for something boring that would make me loads of money. Um, and Why? the, uh, you know what? My 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 work is about my heart and and making myself happy, and my heart smiles. But it's not necessarily a an earning career. So Not I'd say, uh, yeah, I, you know what?
0: I, I'd I, rather be happy doing something that I love rather than earning lots of money doing something that I
1: hate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rear for president. <laughs> <laughs> I I would probably be something boring like an actuary or a lawyer or something and know What's that an I... What's an actuary? Oh, my goodness. They figure out equations and figure out how long people isn't should a, live for isn't and... Isn't
0: that a mathematician?
1: Well, they use a lot of maths. But they basically you know when your parents have to pay for insurance, yeah, and they, it's the people that figure out how much insurance premiums should be, and they I don't know they work with the risk and uh, stuff that I'm not really bothered to care no. about, but should be, <laughs> but it would pay, let's put it that way, yeah, but fortunately, I'm on the same page as you, my heart needs to smile that's what's that's what's yeah. important
0: I think just to tell you, I think a philosopher is more interesting than a mathematician yeah. Yes.
1: Do you know that a lot of philosophers used to be mathematicians though? Really? Yeah. If you go and, uh, go and, go and find out about a guy called Socrates.
0: Oh. (laughs) I don't know who he is. Check it out. (laughs) What did your parents want, want you to be?
1: You know what? I'm fortunate to say that, um, I didn't have parents who had a, an idea of what they wanted to me, wanted me to be. Um, the only thing is, my mom said to me, you will go off and study. And no, you won't study drama or art or design. So d- and,
0: and you, you didn't, you didn't study that, you? I did.
1: What did I study? Remind me. What's that uh, word?
0: Uh, I don't know the one. I forgot the other one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sociology and, uh, psychology.
0: Something, yeah. Just
1: one of the ologies. Just remember that.
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, I went and studied ologies and, um, yeah, um, But um, yeah, they they just wanted me to be happy. That was what was important, and they believed. So you
0: didn't study drama or design or anything, but you still became a director. Exactly. So it was like, you
1: know what? We will do what we need to do at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So always happens. Totally.
0: Would you prefer an audience of all kids or all adults?
1: Sure. Tricky one as well. Right now, I think kids. I think kids are important. Um, you know, I'm making art for children and I think the message of Duck for President is about
0: children. It's about
1: children and it's about children understanding the responsibility that comes with voting.
0: If it was an adult player it would stand for you can't be president.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no matter how hard you try, you can't be pres
1: But do, don't would you agree with me that some adults' imaginations are terrible?
0: Yeah. Like a lot of the a lot of authors or playwrights still know what it's like to be a kid but um in Roll Dolls I have Roll Dolls Treasury and yeah. he says that most ki most most people forget what it's like to be a kid between the age of five and ten.
1: Yeah. That's scary.
0: It is. As a it kid they forget. Scary. You know? It sounds scary.
1: And I think I think that's why I'd rather have kids. Because their imaginations, if they haven't forgotten what it's like to be a kid yeah. are crazy and they go with what you give them. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause if you start, if you start, like at the, so, there's a theatre, I'm not sure what it's called, mm-hmm. where they, where they, where they only use about three characters there and they make this amazing, and this makes this amazing play, which is only Just three, out of three people. Just out of three people. But
1: people have got to imagine, right? Yeah. And they've got to trust. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you for coming on hi Kids and teaching us more about being a director. Of a play. It sounds like a fun job to have.
1: Awesome. I can't wait to have you at the theatre. I can't wait for you to watch the show.
0: You read my wine. I do want to come. Yeah. Just to tell you. This has been Hi Kids, For Kids, By Kids. My name is Rhea Eberman and I'm nine years old. Thank you to my guest, Matthew Cunningham, for coming on Hi Kids. And thank you to my producer, Mandy and Craig, for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another High Kids show. Goodbye, kids.